welcome back to Beauty School Bobby. Today, I am so excited for this guest that we have with us. We have Sandra Bruce, who is the Vice President at Milady. Um, we're going to get into a little bit more. Um, for those of you that don't know what Milady is, you're about to be introduced to um, something that is really close to home with us here at Tennessee School of Beauty. Um, so I'm really excited to talk about it. A little backstory, Sandra and I recorded um, a while ago after COVID, um, and we have been trying to get back together since. So this is a long-awaited interview for me. So I'm so excited to have you here. Oh, thank you, Bobby. It's good to be here. All right. So let's start off just at the top of telling us what is Milady for those of um, our listeners that have not gone to beauty school. Um, tell us what Milady is. I am happy to say that Milady is the number one provider of curriculum content, textbooks, whatever you want to call it, for beauty schools and the, the students who attend them. We, are, uh, we were founded in the United States, but we are a global business. The founder, Nick Samaglia, was an Italian immigrant whose family, almost 100 years ago, were selling barber tools out of the trunks of their cars. And Nick saw a need for standardized education. He founded Milady and published the very first training handbook, uh, starting with barbering, but then very quickly moving to cosmetology, to nail technology, and aesthetics as well. That's awesome. Now, how long have you been with the company? 26 years oh my goodness. last week. Yeah. yeah. So tell us about your story of coming into the beauty industry. What did your path to where you are now, what did that look like? Oh my. So it's not traditional. I, uh, I was managing a law firm and found myself needing a job and um, wanting to, to cut back a little bit on the hours. And I had a friend who was working for this education publishing company, Thompson Learning. And she said, oh, you should come here. We have this, this job opening. And uh, it, it was a little bit of a step back, but it, it allowed me time to, to focus on my family and my children and really hone in on my values. And so um, in, in this role, it's supporting education, a position, a place I never thought I would be in, by the way. I found myself every day having purpose and feeling good about what I was doing. And then I saw this team across the building, this Milady team, and they were so high energy and very colorful and uh, a little eclectic, and, but just completely in love and passionate about what they were doing and the, and the people they were serving. And uh, on, on the surface, I wasn't quite sure about them or how I would fit in because that really wasn't my gig. But it turns out that business then became part of the business I was serving. And through that, I started being uh, introduced to Milady customers and going to Milady events. And in fact, at that time, I was introduced to Adam Brown, who I don't even believe he would remember because he was on the, he was on the board of directors for uh, American Association of Cosmetology Schools. And I was always in the back of the room, unpacking boxes, supporting the people who were customer facing and up on stage and, and whatever. And then now here we are 
some 20 years later, after uh, going through marketing and the product development team and supporting the sales team, I find myself in this position of running this amazing business and helping um, students, teams, school owners, and beauty professionals uh, across the, the country. I love that. And I love that you had mentioned that you felt like you were giving, able to give back and that you had purpose again. I think that that's something that the industry, um, even on in your position, I think it's really cool that you said that because I think a lot of times, you know, we're obviously stylist focused and salon professional focused on, on their happiness and how great it is and how you can give so much back. But I think there's so many different parts of this industry, um, even in my position, like where we can feel the same way. I think that this industry is so special in that way because it is filled with people like you that just just want to help and want to you know want to get back and want to do good and um you've obviously been able to do that in the position that you're in and we're going to talk a little bit more today about how you're giving back in a different way but i think that's so special so no regrets about leaving the law firm and coming into beauty no regrets at all i, I think there are plenty of attorneys and plenty of people who support them yeah. uh we're, I, i'm very happy where i'm at Oh, good. So obviously this last year um, has been um, challenging, has been one of a lot of growth. Um, all of us have learned a lot over the last year. Um, and your business specifically, your industry has really had to pivot a little bit into a different way. Um, you all specifically with Milady um, jumped in and made those changes to support schools really, really quickly. So talk to me about what those first few months of quarantine look like and how you all um, adapted to what was happening. So a year ago today, I was flying home from our corporate office that Milady belongs to a large company called Cengage. I was flying home from a meeting where we were talking about goals for the upcoming fiscal year. And I was talking about how our particular business was very print heavy. Our customers love, they're, they're all about the touch. We, we touch humans and we, we like to touch and feel and flip pages. And uh, so our customers mostly used print products, even though we had a very robust digital learning management system. And so that was part of my conversation. I was saying, we're only about 25% digital. And honestly, I don't know how long it will take for us to become primarily digital. Maybe never, right? Two weeks later, two weeks later, the country starts closing down. Schools are closing. And I just started seeing the snowball effect. And I knew that print books were not going to get it done. So the team sent out a communication to offer all learners in beauty schools, regardless of whether they currently used Milady or not, free access to our digital learning management system. In that first four weeks, and, and this was a two-year access, not a temporary access, two years so that they could get in finish their training, regardless of whether they needed a week, four weeks, or two years to finish their program, they would have access. 
within the first four weeks, we gave away 125,000 access codes, about $26 million worth of courseware, and uh, helped set up schools and train instructors. We created um, pre-recorded webinars. We have a Facebook site now for instructors that they can, they can talk to us about best practices, but they can share amongst themselves. We have ongoing live training um, through webinars, and it has just been, it really, it's been such a fulfilling experience because it's not just, it's not just Sandra Bruce made this decision. The whole team immediately rallied. Every single person on the team was working round the clock to support the schools. And then the schools were gathering together and teachers were uniting to support each other and stand each other up. And this just really became a huge community effort. It wasn't just us. Um, and, and it remains to be that. You know, we, we are seeing now, as we sit here a year later, we're 65% digital. Wow. And, and this isn't, by the way, our comfort zone as an industry, um, but everyone has been tremendously resilient. And I think now we're in a really good place to be proactive about what the evolution of beauty education looks like and what is possible to meet the needs of today's students. Yeah, and I know that it's so funny that you said that you were already having these conversations right before. I mean, I know yeah. that at least you were, it was on your mind. At least it was something that I would assume that it made it a little bit easier to make that transition. But of course, this was all new. And I think um, the important part, like you said, was this was all new to to all of us. So figuring that out, but having a space for people to come together, for instructors to talk across the country about what they were doing to make these changes. Changes. Um, I mean, it took a couple weeks for us to get up and running with the, you know, the digital, like, how were we going to do this? How are we getting hours? I mean, there's so much that went into it. Um, it just took a second for us. But as soon as we needed to do that, we were able to run. And I know a lot of that. Um, and even, you know, still, there's still things that we're using, um, you know, to help with our students and to have them do a couple more things, like maybe just a little bit at home. Um, we've been back in person full time. Luckily, like we're so thankful thankful, grateful, all of that to be able to be back in. But there have been a couple of times that we've needed to supplement or to give students, um, you know, an option to complete an assignment and you all providing that education is, is key to that, you know, and it was great to have that. So we're so lucky. And I just think it says so much about your team um, that you all were able to work together um, to make those changes. So at this point, you said 65% digital now. That's a big jump. <laughs> That's a tremendous jump. Yeah. Tremendous. So yeah. is that going to be kind of the path that you all are taking? I mean, I guess because a lot of just with everybody going back at different times, I'm, there were some states that you all service that I'm sure were back in person way before others, and some are probably mm -hmm. still completely back in person. So is that the path that you all are taking now? Um, is the plan to be how, like, what percentage um, is the goal to be digital? versus print? I think the, the goal is less about getting to a percentage of digital versus print. The goal is more 
to educate our customers, whether they're the, the instructors, school owners, or the students, on the value of digital solutions. Because digital solutions provides a flexibility that print doesn't. And, and so it, what it does is creates a framework in which a student can be um, self-led and go through the learning process on their own, but then use the teacher as a facilitator to help with remediation, to really focus on those areas where the learner needs special attention. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, with, as you know, in, within MindTap, we have the, the reader that will read to students who have learning challenges or who, you know, maybe English isn't their first language. Or, or maybe they have uh, dyslexia, but this, the reader will help read out loud to them in a variety of, of accents and speeds, and, and um, this just helps. It, it really uh, just makes the learning experience so much better. So we're intent on providing the right solution for each customer. And if, if that right solution is print, then that's what it is. And we will always be there for that. It's funny, 50% of our digital users also buy the print because this customer wants that textbook, the Bible, the Malay Bible, they refer to it as. They want that for life. And, and my hairdresser has her textbook on the back shelf, you know, in her salon. And um, so we're, we're happy about that. We're very proud of it. And we'll always offer it. So it's not so much a drive t- away from print. It, it's a drive to make sure that we are always offering the right solution for the learner at the right time. I love that. And I think this industry needs both options. And I think, I mean, exactly right. what you said. I mean, I think with our student body being so diverse, um, just a couple things that you've mentioned, I know that we've taken advantage of those things. I know that we've helped students that are English as a second language. It's funny, exactly what you said mm-hmm. is how we're using it in our school. And I've seen it help the students so much. So I really, I really love that. Um, in the midst of all of this growth and change and craziness of the last year, you all implemented um, what you are calling the RISE certifications. And I am so obsessed with this. And it's something that for me, um, you know, just my personality and one of my goals is just always helping people to be better, um, to be better to each other. We all need to be better to each other and just love and kindness. And it's something that is just so important. This RISE certification um, literally just melted my heart when I saw that my students were taking advantage of this and we never asked them to do it. It was not an assignment. Um, They all had life experiences that connected them to the certification and that's the reason that they wanted to pursue this. So tell me a little bit about those classes, how this came about um, and what you're going to do with this because I think it's really, really wonderful. So the RISE certification is another wonderful thing that came out of the COVID crisis. We recognize that as as schools and salons were reopening, they needed to have training standard guidelines 
on infection control that were very specific to COVID. And you may remember that we had an online infection control course. And we, of course, infection control is a huge part of our curriculum, our standard curriculum. But we knew we needed to update it and include COVID-specific guidelines. So we did that pretty quickly and launched that, again, complementary to the industry. And um, again, we had more than 100,000 people within the first few weeks sign up for that course. In doing that, we had also been thinking about for quite a while creating online courses for um, in, uh, domestic violence awareness and for human trafficking awareness. And this just seemed to be the right time and we had the right platform to launch this and create a three-pronged um, health and, and safety awareness certification for students, young professionals, and uh, for professionals in, who exist in the industry. So that certificate, the infection control course, is two hours. The domestic abuse awareness course is one hour, and the human trafficking awareness course is 30 minutes. And for professionals, that that all three are $30. And uh, for schools who sign up to be RISE um, certified, their students get this for free. So we're really excited about that. You know, it's, um, there are some ugly truths about humanity. Mm -hmm. And we don't like to talk about it. It doesn't make for good dinner conversation. But the reality is that one in four young women, or, or women in general, are, um, are abused by their spouse, their significant other, or a family member. One in four. That's 25% of us. Uh, one in seven men, the same. And, um, you know, in, in this country alone, close to 30,000 people are trafficked. That, that's a large, large number. And, and that's just what we know about. Mm -hmm. and, and we as, as beauty professionals, we have access to virtually all of those people. And we may not be able to solve the problem, but we can learn to identify it and provide guidance or a safe place or slip a phone number or a code word or something to um, help and, and give victims a way out. And we are very excited to partner with PBA on, on this and 30% of our proceeds are going to the PBA Cut It Out program. And it's a, um, it's a program that's very dear to my heart. And I know uh, the team is really proud to be able to, to have this as our social cause and to promote this and just make, um, we, we know beauty professionals have always made a difference, mm -hmm. but, but this just really formalizes it and gives us a, a focus that 
that can be just part of who we are and part of our culture altogether. Yeah, I think it's something that's definitely not always talked about. Um, I will tell you that as much as we want to give our students, it's not always a conversation that we've had. Um, and so for this to be a place where they can get educated um, and we can get educated to be able to know how to handle these situations, if we help one person, then it's worth it, you know? And I think that because um, as beauty industry professionals, um, we have such close contact with our clients. And um, I think that we're kind of the perfect, the perfect space for something like this. And, and like I said, seeing my students just jump in and want to help and want to get certified and want to be able to tell their clients that they, I heard one of them telling this, um, the student was telling one of our guests here at the beauty school that they had completed it and just how excited they were to have that on top of you know what they were getting here and being able to help because you know there are a lot of us in this industry that want to help and especially if only you know we can work together um, to like you said have a code word or just make sure we know what to look for um, it's like you said I mean the, that, the domestic or the sex trafficking one being a, a 30 minute um, class I mean that's that's no time for being able to help in this and so I think that I think especially over the last year, a lot of people have felt very helpless. A lot of people have felt out of control. What can I do to help? There was just a lot of negativity um, being thrown around, obviously. And so I think that like these little things mean so much. Um, so I'm really, I'm just excited about it. And I think it's one of the best things that I've seen Milady do. I just think it's something really special. Thank you. I would agree. <laughs> and tell me what you all have coming up. What is going on now? What is your path here for the next year? What's, go what's happening? Oh, my. So much. And so you, you have, I, I think, the, uh, you're going to be breaking this story, Bobby. Um, this is the first time I'm talking about it publicly. But we've had such tremendous success with, like I said, onboarding so many schools to our digital solution. And we recognize it's a traditional higher ed solution. It's a fantastic solution, but it's not, we're special. This industry is very special. We believe we're special. We are special. We know we're special. And uh, we wanted to have a platform that spoke to the artistry and the inspiration that is in the beauty industry, and also met the really complex um, compliance issues that schools and administrators face. So we have, uh, we've been diligent about surveying and making sure that we had the absolute best learning platform in the market, and we'll be launching in April CIMA, C-I-M-A, which is, uh, it, it's a few things. CIMA, I told you, the founder of Milady is Nicholas Samaglia, and CIMA is the first four letters in his last name, so this is a tribute to him and his vision and legacy, and CIMA translated in many, many languages across the world, means the summit, the pinnacle, the best, and success. And that's what we want this platform to provide for our learners. We want to help them reach the pinnacle of their success 
and just reach for um, their dreams and, uh, and aspirations. And we believe that this will help get them there. That's awesome. Well, we're so excited to see this. When is this Thank supposed you. to be coming out in the next couple of months, you said? Oh my, Our, we, have, we have a handful of customers who will be piloting it next month. Awesome. And then in May, uh, we'll be rolling out uh, throughout our customer base. Yeah. That's so pretty, incredible. very soon, very Yay! soon. Well, we can't wait to see what that does. Um, can't wait to see what you all are doing. And like I said, I just admire you so much and definitely look up to you. Oh, Bobby, you're sweet. In industry um, for the way that you're able to combine, um, you know, like I said, giving back and just always staying ahead. I'm a really big believer in like not getting stale and making sure that, you know, we're always ahead of the curve. And I see that so much in what you guys are doing. So it's so inspiring and so motivating for us, you know, like I said, in the schools. And that's important because I know we're your customer, but also, I mean, it's good for us to know that we're um, in hands with people that are, you know, thinking like-mindedly and, and kind of, kind of a step ahead of us um, too, taking care of what's all in front of us, knowing ahead of time, you know, the direction of what our students are going to need. So that's really exciting. Well, thank you. And we, we appreciate your loyalty. I mean, you know, we can't do this without our customers. And, and so we appreciate the partnership for sure. Yeah. Well, one of the questions that I want to ask you, um, and we ask this on every episode, is just any advice that you have for BD school students, any tips that you can give them right now? I have a pretty big mix. I've actually now at this point, um, I have students that have started and finished beauty school in masks. Um, and so you know um, what they've been through over the last year and how different their beauty school experience has been. What advice do you have some, for somebody that's in beauty school? I'll tell you, you know, every time I talk with uh, students as a, a visitor or a keynote, I, I try to leave them with um, three things. And one of them is to just, just make a difference. I mean, it's great to, you know, have creative hair and, and master color and, uh, you know, be able to to do a mad facial and, and crazy nails, but you have to make a difference as a human being. And, and so you just heard what our philosophy is around that. We believe in that. So, so make a difference, give back. Don't just let it be about you and how great you are as an artist. Make sure to give back and be part of your community. And, and second, invest in yourselves. You're not finished. Once you leave beauty school, you need to invest in your continuing education to stay current, to stay relevant, and to understand your role in the larger universe. And then thirdly, say thank you. Because no matter how successful we are, we don't do it alone. It takes a team, it takes family, friends, instructors, to support us and help us get to where we want to go. So always say thank you. Say thank you to your, your clients. They don't have to come and see you. Say thank you to your educators, to your support staff, to you know whatever God you believe in. And, and just be grateful because as we've learned in this last year, you know, it, nothing should be taken for granted. Life is a privilege. Every morning is a blessing. 
And we just really need to make the best of each and every day. I love that. <laughs> that was awesome. So thank you so much. And I'm so excited to introduce you to so many new people. Um, so I'm sure there's a bunch of people that are um, in schools using Milady um, that obviously have never thought about who the vice president is and who she is and what she's like. So I think that this is really awesome. So thank you so much for being with us today. Um, and thank you for everything you're doing, not only for our school, but for our industry. We're extremely grateful. Thank you, Bobby. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs>